Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, uh, yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, caught in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, man. Welcome to Sports and Things. A weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports, music, and topics of the week. Featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and your host, Dennis Turner. And welcome to Sports and Things, everybody. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me, I have two of the three other pieces of the show that make this show work. Where is Ja? Right. Uh, John Lane and Trey Ely. What up, fellas? Yeah, this is the podcast where we are artists and musicians who love to talk sports, and a lot happened this week, this past week. So let's get right into it. Uh, Commanders lose a close game to the Eagles, thirty-four thirty-one in overtime. Um, let's jump right into like the first topic of the day. Should um, Rivera have gone for it to win the game in regulation? Trey, um, you know I. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say I, I agree with what he did, man. the 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 game was close. Your team was playing well. It's a you're playing against a very good, respectable opponent, and so you 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 get the opportunity to get back in that thing, and you take the short, you know, uh, extra point and go ahead and, and play overtime. I, I don't blame his call. I think it was a good call to go ahead and, and kick it. There are a lot of angry folks, man. I was like, yeah. y'all need to chill, man. But but it's, but those same people would have been pissed if he went for two and didn't get it and didn't get it yeah right right, right. I mean some people yeah. just you know they're not gonna be happy because I mean if you go for two does. you don't get it then you lose right then they're gonna be unhappy regardless yeah yeah you know I was I was kind of shocked well I'm not I'm not I had a conversation um, this week about Jalen Hurts and the conversation was you paid him all that money but he's not producing the way that he should be producing with that contract that he got and. The, the the fact that they were in it until the end and it didn't come out to something that he did, it, it kind of shows up like I think he I think he's pegged already. I think they kind of got uh, pegged is wrong word. False. Um I think they got him kind of figured out. Whoa. You know. <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, definitely not he's he's definitely not playing his strongest at uh, all. games I mean, yeah. this year. Yeah. I mean, just to be fair though, that's through four games this year. I mean, I mean, how much of a know. how much of a resume do you need to see? 
<laughs> what I'm saying is that he didn't have a problem last season, not really, right? No, but we're saying that's what he's saying. This season it's like, is like you, he's you not looking season, like that. Okay. Yeah, you paid yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. You paid him based off last season, yeah. expecting him to to either show out or at least be on par. He's not even on par with what he was doing last yeah. year. Um, same I don't thing think with, we should be ready to write him off yet, though. I mean, I'm not writing him off. I'm just saying, like, it looks it looks kind of like he's, 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 he's a lot more vulnerable. Yeah, he's not he's not technically losing them a lot of games, but he's not winning the games either. And he seemed over, unstoppable last year, but this year yeah. he seems like a little bit more human. Unstoppable. He seems he, more human. They had to rely more on the team, you know, and producing yeah. on defense for them to actually stay in games and then win games too. Because they, they, I mean, they, they were they get, averaging like what 30, 30, 29, 30 points a game. Yeah. I don't know that they're averaging that right now. No. And I mean, realistically, the commanders were in this game. I mean, I think and you know, I you know, I you guys think oh I know I think I jinxed the game on Sunday because when I was when I turned the game on, they were up by like ten and then I looked for like five minutes and then I turned it back off. Um, after I talked to y'all and I turned it back on again, they were down by seven. I was like, what the f we're not yeah. allowing you to watch Yeah, the don't watch anymore. any more games this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're I, done. Yeah, I'm done. Cut off. I'm 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 with, I'm with Jay Hill on the IR. I'm I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> it's just like, um, I was actually very shocked at um at how much they were in the game. Uh, I wasn't surprised at Sam Howe. I knew Sam Howe was going to snap out of it. I knew he and B Enemy were going to have a very very good game together. Um, well, I wasn't I am, expecting that level of improvement, though. I thought that it was... I, uh, well, especially not better. against them. Not, especially yeah. not against the Eagles. I was not expecting that. Uh, but that's the thing that we love about Sam is that he's a quick learner and he adjusts on the fly. Uh, so, And it, uh, it looks like the enemy does the same thing. Yeah. And, and you know, it's funny. A lot of times when I'm watching the game, I forget that Ron Rivera is the head coach. <laughs> But you know what though? It's it's easy to do now because they focus so much on the coordinators. They that's what I was saying. Yeah. They only put the camera on Eric Bieniemy. They rarely put it on Ron Rivera. I think they know something. I think the script's been written. Got to ask Jay. <laughs> Thank you, Trey. <laughs> Got to ask Jay. <laughs> Trey put a picture of Ron Rivera up on his screen. Well, he, yeah, he's he going he to have to be eliminated. Is that, be well, that's 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 the eliminated Ron Rivera right there. <laughs> right, right, right. We, we could we could be eliminated. <laughs> quarterback. I mean, <laughs> quarterback. 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 What would you have done as Ron Rivera in that situation? Would you have gone for it or taken it in overtime and hope that you can pull out a win in overtime? I, I'm going to be honest. I was I was watching the game with the family, and um, Ali's sister Beth was was watching over my shoulder at the very last play of regulation, the, the touchdown to Dotson. She and I were both so shocked that we forgot that there was an option to go for go for two. <laughs> we were like, we were both so focused on, oh my God, is Joey Sly going to actually make this extra point? Well, like we you know, forgot I that about that too. Yeah, I was. That was what I was more focused on. Is is Joey Sly going to actually make this because he has missed yeah. extra points before? Mm. Yeah, and so that's what I was nervous about. And then of course I check Twitter and I see Grant Paulson having a rant. Uh, he's just going through all the emotions, pissed off because Ron Rivera didn't go for two. I'm not mad at the decision. I don't understand that take. I mean, I don't either. You know, I, 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 I get it. Call, but I mean, he made the safer call. I would, I would yes. be more understanding if someone was upset if he went for two and didn't get it. You know. Yeah, and I think 
I think that's what Grant's point was, is you lose by one to a team instead of gassing your defense in overtime for another 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And someone else's argument was, well, what if he gassed his defense for 10 minutes in overtime and they won the game? Right. What would you be saying then? It's such a toss-up. You know, it's just none of them the others. If he yeah. had won, if they had won that game, which happens on the field, none of them would have criticized. Him. Sure. Not one of them. Sure. Not yeah. one of them. But it's because he lost that they're all up in arms about it. You know what though? I I would if I was the head coach, if I was Rivera, like I think I agree. Like you can you could take it either way. Like you could you could go for it and like Loss. hope that you get it. Yeah. You you could go for it and hope that you you get it, um, or you can go to overtime like they did, because I I I wasn't watching the game because y'all told me I couldn't watch the game, so I don't know who got the ball first. <laughs> like I we I did we scored okay. on our first drive. It's the first so time you, we did that did that this season. Yeah, so you you give the ball and you get the option to to like go down and score and then stop them and win the game. Like you get you get more of an opportunity to put your offense back out there to to uh, to, to give you a chance. To oh, you mean in overtime? Yeah, and I'm talking about overtime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did get the ball ball first. But they didn't score. They did have the ball first. Well, they didn't score because they called Terry McLaurin out of bounds on a catch. I saw that. So it ended up being three and out. Yeah. And that was was another argument. That's another reason why people were pissed. I don't know about that call, bro. I don't either. I think he was out of bounds. and, And here's the thing, right? If the dude's arm, the defender's arm is on the ground and your foot comes down on his arm, I mean, are you out of bounds? It's not. I mean, that's that was. But isn't that the same as? Well, I guess not. If if you tackle somebody, and that person lands on top of you, and they never have contact with the ground, it's not, it's not considered. A yeah, it's not. It's a not a tackle. Right. Yeah, you got to. So him. his foot being on his arm doesn't count. It was where his uh, foot, his his, and there's there's but, a couple of screenshots. Sense in the sense of how are you supposed to make that catch then? I mean, you dude's arm is in the it way. It was a like, perfectly thrown ball, too. I gotta, I gotta tell you, he threw that ball very, very well. It was just he wasn't able to drag his feet. Mm. If he had, was able to drag that right foot a little bit sooner, then it probably would have been a different outcome. And and like one of the commentators said, if it was called a catch on the field, they wouldn't have been able to overturn that either because his foot was there. I mean, yeah. like it was too yeah. close for them to call. Yeah. So they mm. just went with whatever was the call on yeah. the field. Yeah. So you, you I think all, all that to say, I thought it was a great game. It was one of the better games that we have seen Washington play in a very, very long time. Um, yeah, I'm not mad at them this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not, not I'm not either. Week. We call we'll call we'll call it a moral victory. I hate I hate moral victories, but we'll call it a moral victory. I mean the team played well. Um uh what we saw from from Howell was good. What we saw from the enemy was good. I mean and who, based on who we were playing against, I mean, yeah, yeah, agreed. All right, I mean, yeah, I think you got you guys have all hit valid points at the end of the day. Like they were in the game to the end, and what what more can you ask for from a team to, but to fight into the end? So yeah, I give yeah. you that. I mean, um, let's go on. Uh, with the defense, with the Commanders' defense giving up thirty points in the last uh, three of the last four games. Uh, is Jack Del Rio on the hot seat? That says Jay Hill, but <laughs> who, who wants to be Jay Hill today? Um, I mean, I, I guess I guess I will. 
I saw. I don't a, mind answering the question, but yeah, go ahead. I, I saw a stat today, or maybe maybe it was yesterday, that Jack Del Rio's defense since he's been here, um, in the first four games, his defense gives up, I think between twenty two and twenty eight points a game, after bet- between weeks five and sixteen or seventeen. They give up less than 19 points a game. So would you attribute that to? So many, many people are arguing that once week five hits, that's when the defense will come together and they will start playing like what we are, what we all imagine them to be. Well, the Bears is a good coming out party. That's a perfect game to come out to. Perfect. Yeah, because the Bears is terrible. I'm not. I'm not worried so yeah, much about Jack Del Rio. Come back and run on like they. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm also not counting out the Bears. <laughs> no, no, no. So it's a trap game, right? So you don't sleep on an, on a professional team because never yeah, sleep on a professional team, no matter what their record is. They, get they have nothing to lose right now. They get paid to play. And and Justin Fields played very well on Sunday despite losing. Yeah. But the, the and, Bears are still yeah. terrible. But well, they have a they have a really bad defense, very bad yeah. defense. But Justin Fields is a fucking man, and they got that running back Herbert. But you know our defense is pretty good against the run. But still, anything can happen. Yeah, right. from the Del Rio perspective, I would say, I mean, can you count Philly and Buffalo putting up those kind of points? I mean, and and then on top of that, the Buffalo game, we would say, I I really give the defense 16 points, and the rest of that was garbage time because we were just totally out of that game. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So, um, you know, I I, I just – I don't hold that against the defense in that particular game. This one was Philly. Uh, You know, would you like to see better? Sure. But I don't think they were terrible. I mean, we had a rookie corner get burnt by AJ Brown twice. Yeah. I mean, that's going to happen. You, of course. You got the, some of the best of wide receivers in the league. He wasn't I up mean, against Kendall Fuller. He wasn't up against Camp Curl. <laughs> He's up against a rookie corner. That's going to happen. I think the narrative too is that the Eagles aren't playing as well as they have been in the past. But they're still the Eagles, and they were in the Super Bowl yeah. last year, and they still have a lot of those core players there that can. If if your quarterback isn't team, pulling man. it, they got other players that can pull their weight and like carry that team. Yeah, and that's been shown. Team. Yeah. I, so I mean you could you could say what you want about uh Hertz. I mean, those touchdown passes were thrown by him. AJ Brown didn't throw them to himself. Well no. Yeah. No, I, I I think yeah. that Hurts my my argument about Hertz is the same argument that I have about Joe Barrow at the end of the day, is like you paid him all his money. Like they got, they got these big contracts, and then you mean Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> we'll yeah, I mean, so we'll so the bar is higher. <laughs> Let's just be honest that the bar is higher for Hertz because of his contract. Yeah. If it wasn't that, I mean, I don't think people would be grading him that bad. I mean, it's not like he played terrible. He won that game. He played terrible and the he, week before. He won. He won it with his arm. I'm saying he played. He didn't seem too happy before. about that win either. No, he wasn't because it was it was a close win. They they expected to be yeah. blowing teams out. Like and he's like, I'm not. You could tell he's well, like, I mean, how I'm many not points playing. We, we put up 30. We put up, what, 31? How many did was he going to have to score to blow us out? Like, I mean, he'd had to be Tua in uh, the Dolphins. To blow us and out. keep in mind, wasn't Sam Howell sacked like five times? 
or nine times in that game. He, I know he got I sacked. I, was I wasn't watching the game because I told him to turn it off, so I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot I how many times he was. of that a couple times. <sighs> All right. Um, I got to look that up. But Next question. Uh, if the Commanders lose Thursday to the Bears, which coach should go first? Oh, this is on me? Oh. I say, uh, I say, you just move Ron Rivera to Jack Del Rio's position, and you make being him your head coach. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're not demote. You can't demote him. Demote him in place. <laughs> He's not taking that money. I mean, it, it's a job. I mean that that type of demotion, he wouldn't have no respect. You can't do that. I, I mean, yeah, he'd be, he be getting less money. Uh, it's <laughs> hypothetical. I'm not. I'm not really thinking about. It. I'm. I think that if they lose to the Bears, who aren't really playing mm. that well. They, they're looking to show some promise eventually with the quarterback they got. They lose this game to the Bears. You have to consider getting rid of your head coach. Because that'll make them, what, one and four? Yeah. Oh, be yeah, they'll be... No, 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 the Bears. The Bears no, will the be Bears one win, and four. The Bears win, they'll be two and three. And what are the, what are the, um, the commanders no, no, now? No, 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 the Bears will be one no, and four. So the Bears have not won any games yet. The Bears are oh. 0 and four right now. All right, so if the commanders if, are two and two, all right, yeah. so if the commanders lose, they go to two and three. Oh, you know what? Two and three ain't that bad. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fire Ron Rivera off that. I would, I would be looking at Jack Del Rio though. Off that. His days would be numbered. Honestly, his days are numbered now. The, the, <laughs> I mean, yeah, new new ownership or whatever. But honestly, if they lose Thursday, that will be their first like bad loss. And I, I I'm not saying the Buffalo game wasn't a bad loss because obviously they got whooped, but. They lost to Buffalo. Yeah, if they lose they to, to Chicago. Philly. If they lose to Chicago, that's the first Chicago. game of the season that's like, okay, we have a problem. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, the, you know. No, I yeah, no they can't. It they would can't be good, lose. They, but it would be the first game that they cannot lose Thursday. Are they playing here? There's a chance they could. Yeah, it's in D.C. There's a chance Ooh. they could, but, man. You need that secondary show. Oh, that secondary show up. You you got a you got a chance. You got a real chance of like. I mean, anything can happen. Cowboys yeah. lost to the Cardinals. Yo, did you, speaking of the Cowboys, did you guys see the opening uh, clip of the Ezekiel Elliott tribute? And they, and they played the Patriots. I didn't last watch week? that. Shit. I didn't watch it. I, I saw that they did it. I didn't actually yeah. watch the. Tribute. The first scene when they show his jersey. The second scene when he has on like a blazer. He opens up his blazer, and he has He's on a, a midriff, midriff shirt. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. Say you yeah, gay without man. saying you're gay. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Great. All right, let me get your predictions for the game on Thursday night. Uh, commanders playing at home against the Bears. I'm, I don't know what the point spread is, but I'm pretty sure the Commanders are probably favored to win that game. I can look real quick, but give me, give me uh, your I'm, your I'm, your I'm pretty I sure. Hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I want to look now. We'll, go ahead. Uh, John, give me your pick. Oh, Trey, you go first. Go ahead. I mean, I'm I'm definitely picking the commanders, picking the commanders, um, and uh, we're going with a score of uh, commanders twenty eight, Bears fourteen. Wait, wait, wait. It's uh, Washington's getting minus six and a half. All right. Um, you said what was the score? Commanders what? Twenty eight, uh, Bears fourteen. All right. John? 28 14. Um, I'm gonna say this is 
this is going to be Sam Howell's night. I'm going to say Commanders 26, Bears 27. <laughs> Whoa, wait, what a minute. <laughs> I like how you prefaced oh, that when it's going to be Sam Howell's night. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say yeah, he's gonna have he's gonna have he's gonna have three touchdowns, but he's gonna lose. <laughs> Good lord. Um no, uh give me has... the commanders uh 31 again. Commanders 31, Bears 27. All right. Um I'm going to say Sam Howell has more picks than touchdowns right now. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say Commanders 17, Bears 6. Damn. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that the defense kind of shows up and shows out against that flighty offense that the Bears has. And then if, if you can get two touchdowns out of Sam Howe, you win the game. His his completion percentage is not bad though. He's at sixty six percent. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad about that. And I think some of those picks um, were like toss four touchdowns, five picks. Uh, yeah, um, I think some of those picks ain't on him though. Like some of those picks are like toss ups. So I'm saying yeah, sure. you get you get you get give me Sam Howe at twenty one out of thirty six, maybe like two hundred and twenty yards, two touchdowns. They win the game. 21 of 36. They're going to have to rely heavily on the running game in this game because that defense cannot stop a baby. The the run game looked uh uh not so bad against Philly. So. No, nah, they didn't look bad at all. Brian Robinson is balling right now. Gibson wasn't even that bad, but they had to move him around a little bit because he can't hold on to the football. Well, and, and did Gibson you notice how did, did you notice how he didn't try to make any additional moves when he was first contacted he immediately went to the ground when when they tried uh, when they tried to attack him, yeah, bro, hey, they're like as soon as you feel that hand in your shoulder man just hit the deck <laughs> yeah brian robinson yeah, we, he's averaging 4.3 yards of carry than, that's than not the bad extra move i'm not mad 4. about 3 that it's very good yeah, i guess the that. two yeah yeah but i still i still say that you you try to attack that defense by putting the ball in there and getting up early in points, give yeah, Sam, sure. give Sam his fourteen points up early, and then let the defense kind of uh, ride the rest of the game out. Uh, if they I'll, can I'll, score fourteen, if they can score two touchdowns in the first quarter, they will be on pace to to get to thirty. Yeah, you're right, but that's that's my score. I, I say seventeen six, and so that's our that's our recap. We'll have to watch the game. Seventeen six. <laughs> on on Thursday, I can't watch it. I'm not gonna watch the game. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something. Else. I'll be uh, nah, I'll please be, don't. I'll be thrilled with a blowout. Like if we just went. Oh, I would love that. that. I would that love would, it to be like forty two to three. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But when the last time like the, the, the commanders put up a score like that? <laughs> oh hey, man. God. Dan Snyder's <laughs> gone. Anything's possible. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, should the Bengals put Macaulay Culkin on in reserve? <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. Do we need to talk about the Bengals now, or do we skip that topic? No, nah, we can still talk about it because it's it's a, it's a it's nobody a hot here topic. cares about the Bengals. I Damn. don't care about the Bengals. I care about how much money they paid that dude, and he's still out there on like one leg trying to make plays, and he can't. Like hey, I he's watch... hurt. Yo, he's hurt. It's yeah. football. He's hurt. No matter how much you get paid, 
Well, he shouldn't He's be out football. there. You get people get hurt. He should not hey, be to, out there. To answer your question, but yeah, I for think what the, they're paying him, they should be protecting their investment. Yeah. To answer your question, I think there. the last the last blowout game we had was way back when Clinton Portis was running back, and we beat the uh, San Francisco 49ers at home, fifty-two to fourteen. Hmm. We haven't. We didn't have no blowouts when um RG three was here. No. Really? No, we never had blowouts with RG three. No. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, Clinton Portis was what early two two thousand tens. That was like no, that was before that. I want to say it's two thousand six. Yeah, it was before. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we can skip this. Uh, the Bengals question. We can say that for next year, next <laughs> week, because he's he's not going to be any better next week. <laughs> Oh right. my God! Damn. Yeah, man. I don't even know why they're trying to force that dude to play, man. <laughs> Sorry, J. Hill. He is, he is binjured. He's binjured. <laughs> All right, which New York That's team? That's J. Hill's week. Which New York team, NFL well, team, would have a, a better record? Jets or the Giants? Which what was the question? Which team oh, would have? Wow. Which New York NFL team will have the better record at the end of the season? Oh, at the end of the season? Yes. Man, Daniel Jones sucks, but so does Zach Wilson. They both they suck. Both whoa, 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 suck whoa, 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 Did you watch the Jets game? I did, but I mean, you got to yeah. remember who they're playing. They're not I mean, playing the same Chiefs team. This is a different Chiefs team, bro. They it don't is. have Eric B. Enemy. What are we talking about offense? They don't have Zach Tyreek Hill. Huh? Zach Wilson going against the defense. He ain't going against the offense. Yeah, but the Chiefs don't have a very good defense. Look, I I'm not a Zach Wilson fan. Like I I appreciate that he's well, able yeah, to... but he's better than Daniel Jones. If that's what you're saying, yes, yeah, yeah better nah, than Daniel Jones for sucks. sure. Did yes. you see Brian Dayball's face? Oh man, I don't Are you think serious? Daniel Jones stays out there much longer. Who's the backup in New York? I don't that's care. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> Oh, yeah, put Tyrod, Tyrod in there. Taylor about to be in the game. Yeah, put Tyrod in there. Because, because I can see the frustration with Dayball, man. But He's listen, like, but but Daniel Jones has been better than Zach Wilson. He has in been. In his career. That's why he got paid. He's just that having was, a... Right. Did you see what the rookie corner said about um, Daniel Jones? He said, man, all, he said the coaches had a great game plan. They, they came out with a great game plan, but... We knew that we knew that the quarterback had a tendency to stare down his primary target, so we just focused in on that. You know, he's trying to stare at the target yeah. so he doesn't look at the defense coming at his face. Pause. <laughs> coming on his face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so wait, let me get back to Jack Zach Wilson. Hey, 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 if you watch the, the tape, if you watch if you look at the film from last week, Zach Wilson isn't the greatest quarterback. But he's adjusting correct to what's happening with him on the field. And is it yeah, yeah, because you have to understand. No, so so wait, wait, hold up. You gotta understand. They built that offense around the things that work for Aaron Rodgers, not for Zach Wilson. So, so like you have to adjust so that. Good. But Dennis, you gotta be careful with Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson is one of, he's very inconsistent. Yeah, you'll be, be watching Zach all Wilson. All of a sudden, though. he'll make a play or he'll make a throw that you'll be like, "Oh yeah, he's all right," and then he'll do something else. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. So, Listen, I, I, so I if you see say, flashes out of him, you can't you can't 
buy into that right. because he's going to turn not, around and screw it up. What I'm saying is he's very inconsistent. He managed the game decently. I'm not, again, I preface it with saying I'm not a Zach Wilson fan. I'm just saying at the end of the day, if if I'm looking at the entire team, not just the quarterback, I think the Jets will have a better record coming out of um, the end of the season than the Giants. Well, let's let's go, oh, okay. let's, go, let's, let's, let's go through the their schedule. Let's let's go through their schedule. Defense is crazy, the man. Yeah, here's the Giants. They got the Dolphins next week. Loss. Then they got the, then they got the Bills. Oof. Loss. Then then they're at home against us, the Commanders. Loss. Mm. Okay. Yeah, they lose that game. Then they play the. Then play. Then they play. Then they play the Giants. Oh wait, we the doing Giants. the Jets or the Jets? No, 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 we're doing the Giants. Okay, go ahead. Uh, then, then, then they play the Jets. <laughs> they play the Jets. The Giants play the Jets. <laughs> That's four losses. We we got nothing to talk about. It's done. It's a home. It's a home game too. It's a What's home their game record right too. now? They're one in three. That's a home game. That makes them teams. one in. Then no, that it makes is. them one in seven. They're done. We're done. Next team. You need to finish. Uh, okay. Well, Let's look at the Jets. <laughs> Well, the Jets look at their division, who they got to play. Yeah, right. just go, okay, go, so they, go four they, games in. Yeah, Buffalo twice, Miami twice. Okay, here we go. Ugh. Here we go. They lost to the Ugh. Chiefs. Next next game, they play the Broncos. They win that game. Oh, no way. In, in Colorado. In Colorado. Uh, the Broncos suck, though. Uh, I don't yeah. know. The Broncos know. came back and beat the Bears. I know the Bears suck, but came oh, back and beat the Bears. Um, that's Russell Wilson against Zach Wilson. Uh, yeah, Mr. Wilson. I, you know what? I'll say Broncos win. Just lost. I think Broncos win that too. Yeah. Uh, then they're at home against the Eagles. Uh-oh. Loss. <laughs> <laughs> and Uh-oh. then they play the Giants. Tie. <laughs> zero zero. <laughs> one. Let's see. They are currently one and three. So that they both be one They're and seven. One and three. <laughs> they both be one, six, and one. Well, according to you, the Jets are going to be two and two and six. The other Jets are two and six. Hang them both up. Uh, who cares at this point? Nobody cares. <laughs> like all I mean, the they home- don't have that. They got to play the Bills too. They got to play the Dolphins. They got to play the Falcons. They got to play C.J. Stroud. They got to play the Dolphins again. They got to play us. The Falcons ain't looking that good this year. Ritter is benchable. Yeah, the Falcons don't look too good, but wait till Taylor Heineke gets in there. He's gonna have he's gonna resurrect their, yeah. their lives. They're gonna bitch Taylor Heineke gonna come back and give him a spark. Yep. Well, let him do his thing. Yeah, I um I, I mean, I think I agree. I think the Jets have the better the better record. I but you know what still, that means. It's still a losing record. But it's the better you, losing but record. But you know what that you know you know what that means? If the Giants have uh, I don't know how many games the Giants are gonna win. But let's just say they only win three games, three more games this season. And they're four and what? 13? Mm-hmm. They will mo- more than likely have the number one pick. No, wait, wait, they wait. Cur- Who got the. No, Ooh, somebody. The, the Bears already got it. The Bears got the one and two pick next year. Well, we'll see how many games the Bears win because that division, who they got? They got the Vikings. The Vikings haven't won a game yet. They got the Packers That's and they crazy. got the Lions. So they could still be a wild card. <laughs> the Bears could still be a wild card at this point. 
Man, that division is 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 trash. But all, all that to say, whoever gets the 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 number one pick, let's say okay, let's say the Bears get the number one pick. Guess who has the number two pick in this draft? The Giants. The Giants have two first round picks. They currently have the number two pick. And then they get another first round. So they could have the either the number one and two pick or the number two and three pick. They could get Caleb Williams and trade Daniel Jones. Hmm. That's very bad for the NFC East teams. That's a yeah. bad look. Daniel Jones is about to be out of a job. Like that that's that is I'm more concerned I mean, about like... the fact that if they get Caleb Williams, that's it. We're done. That's the Caleb Williams is the next Tom Brady, man. Or yeah, the next uh, Patrick Mahomes. Chicago Bears definitely had a first round pick, 2024. They yeah. traded ahead this year and got uh they got the race to number one and number two. Yeah, but the Giants have two first round picks. Yeah, they got number one and number two. That's what I'm saying. In the 2024 yeah. draft, they already got those picks locked yeah. up. Assuming they keep losing. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, assuming they keep losing. So maybe we do Which... want them to win games. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because Caleb looking like a problem out of uh, USC. That's dude. Man, he's he's getting man. a Heisman again. He's going to get a Heisman up, again. All right. Uh, so we say the Jets have the better record. Yeah, unanimous. Trey, you don't care. Um, yeah, because at least the Jets have a good defense. True. Yeah, I have a hot take on that. On that too. And by that'll the way. keep them. That'll keep them in games, and they're going to win a few games they shouldn't just because of their defense. You know how that works. I have a hot take on that too. Go ahead. The Jets' defense. Um, if the Commanders go below five hundred at the end of the season, they will fire both Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio. They'll promote Eric Bieniemy to head coach, and they'll bring in Robert Sala as defensive coordinator. Really? That's my hot take. He's gonna get fired because he's gonna get fired this year. Robert Sala's gonna get fired. He's definitely getting fired. This is he this put, is what his third year. This is third year his, with the Jets. He put all his eggs in in the run in the Aaron Rodgers basket. And yeah, like, no, nah, he's not coming back next year. Well, yeah, and he but, will he will he will he will be the DC in DC. The DC and that's DC. the title. That's the title. Sailor will be the DC. <laughs> he's the DC and DC. Well, you know, and they they already predicting that Aaron Rodgers might be back at the end of the season. Yeah, they're saying he might be back for the playoffs. Yeah, I'm like that's miraculous considering that he's he's that old and he's able to playoffs. All right, right we'll be the DC and these the new DC. You can make that hot take because you don't have to. You're never going to have to uh, uh, account for it because the Jets ain't making no playoffs. (laughs) You can sit here and say, "Oh, he would have been back." Playoffs. Yeah. If he if he's if he's practicing on on the field and they're they're not gonna make the playoffs, you see him out there, you're like, okay, he's he's ready to go. Um wait, John, is this a typo? This next one is a no. trailer. Playoffs. Oh, okay. No. All right. Are you bothered by trailer hype in the NFL? Yeah, I don't understand the Taylor trailer. What's the reference? John, you wanna explain it? Travis and Taylor. <laughs> this is uh, trailer. Got it. <laughs> See what I did there. <laughs> uh, right, hurry up. Uh, Ask me. Ask me. What I am bothered by is all of this shit on the internet about these wives are playing jokes on their sports husbands by saying 
they're trying to get their husbands all worked up saying that Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map. Because mm. <laughs> Travis Kelsey was I not mean, heard of at all. It's kind of true. To us sports people, we don't want to believe that. But to like people who don't care about sports. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, just drop it. <laughs> then he, he had a reality don't show. Care. He had a reality it's show. It's annoying to us, yeah, bro. But, but the truth is the truth, dude. Oh no, Taylor I'll Swift is way bigger than Travis Kelsey. Oh, she's no. bigger than a lot listen, of people. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not denying that at all. Yeah. Not denying that at all. Her going to the game uh, she, is crazy because she like last week. Who was well, the game she, with her? Sophie T- Turner, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Sophie was Turner, there. Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively. Yeah. Um, so, oh. They credit uh, her with bringing uh, people to the game. I'm like, whatever. Listen, this is gonna, this is gonna make. She's like the, the Deion NFL. Sanders of the NFL. Well, she's gonna make the NFL a celebrity game, like the like the NBA. She's gonna turn. She's gonna turn NFL into the NBA. It's gonna be. It's it's gonna be uh, attended by a lot of celebrities now. As a result, that's fine. But they yeah, gotta, which they I'm gotta down go with, to but... Kansas City. No, I think they the, can go to I, any game. They they can go to the Rams. They can go to Vegas. They can you know. Dude, we've the... never had anything like this because the closest thing was when uh, Tony Romo was dating Jessica Simpson, and Jessica Simpson was not as big as Taylor Swift is now. No, not at all. No, not at, not at all. all. She, she was, was big, she was a big, big deal then. She was a big deal then. But not and as Bill... big as Taylor. No, 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 I uh-huh. agree. And Bill Parcells told Tony Romo, he was like, remember, you're a football player. You're not a celebrity. And we all saw what happened. What? And Tony Romo's like, yeah, whatever, pay me. Yeah, like, yeah. I, what do you... what? Who could be a bigger star than than um, Taylor Swift right now to get Beyonce? That's it. It's just Beyonce. Uh, I think they probably about the same, Rihanna. just different audiences. Rihanna. Uh, Rihanna. Yeah, Rihanna. Could, if Rihanna start going to football games, it, it'd be something. Yeah, it's all women. You can't like it's no. It's, it's no... those names: Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Rihanna. I mean, you start seeing guys like the Baby or Migos or LeBron. Migos go to games. Uh, go to Atlanta games. But you know what? There's no well, crossover. Uh, one of the loose Migos go to games because LeBron is the same fans. It's the same people that. Yeah, true. Yeah, no, no, you're right. And LeBron go to yeah, he go to Cowboys like... He go to Cowboys games. Yeah, but the people who watch LeBron yeah, but nobody are the likes the Cowboys watching NFL. Yeah, but, but he's not. <laughs> he's also not sitting in the press box with a bunch of like Hollywood celebrities either. Like he's, you know. It's athletes. You know what? You know what's interesting about athletes that go to games? They like to be amongst the players, so they walk around on on the, on the sidelines and stuff like that. That yeah. has more of an allure to them than being up in the press box. They want to be down yeah. there on the field. So LeBron would be the they do. Like you have to That's get like Usher do. or somebody to go to a game and sit in the press box. I don't even know if Usher does it. Usher, Usher doesn't. Just like go. musicians go backstage. I mean, it's like you want to be where the stuff you do is at. That's what you're familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be back. I won't be back. Never mind. Let's let, never mind. I, you want I, access to I feel like I opened a can of worms. Nah, you good. You good. Yeah, um, I, that, that was a can of worms. I didn't mean to open. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on um, to the rumorville that's going on right now with the USA basketball. Since they lost on uh, the champion, the uh, world championships this past summer with the lineup that only boasted what one superstar or one potential star. Anthony Edwards. The whole Olympics was on load management. <laughs> so you have now you have uh, KD and Kawhi have uh, Steph. Steph said something too. Steph said. Steph says. I know LeBron said he hits it around. Like Steph said. Playing. Um. 
Steph said this it's the only thing I've never done, so I wanted, you know, that kind of thing. So Yeah, what do you think um he implied he was in? So the lineup I saw, the potential lineup I saw, I'll just Steph. I'll read it off because I know about I know about heart. Uh so yeah, Steph and Kyrie at guard. Well, gonna show up though? Point guards. Steph, yeah. Kyrie, Damian Lillard is point guards. You have um uh Devin Booker, shooting guard, um, forwards, LeBron, Kawhi, Draymond, uh, KD, center, Anthony Davis. That's it. Anthony Davis is going to get injured in Paris. <clears throat> in He's going to show up with that shirt on. Instead of niggas in Paris, it's engine in Paris. <laughs> he said, instead of, instead of niggas in Paris, it's engine in Paris. He could be standing on the gold medal podium getting his gold medal with this shirt on. <laughs> he's going to wear that jersey. He's going to wear that as his jersey on the court. Yeah, he go. He go he... <laughs> what do you think the chances of, of that team winning the gold? Um, uh, far greater than Far greater than the last team. <laughs> For sure. I mean, as soon as they told me KD and Steph was going, KD, I think, I feel like KD plays his best basketball in the Olympics. He has been a monster in the yeah. Olympics, bro. He has yeah. been ridiculous. Well, they the can't guard him, man. Those Europeans don't know how to guard KD. KD goes, <laughs> yeah, his game, the, the way, yeah, his, 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 yeah. KD's not really something that they can, they know. He's a hybrid of what they aspire European ball to be at the end of the day. Like, they want a, a yeah. five that can play one. <laughs> And shoot like a two. Yep, and they be out there. They out. They be out there aspiring instead of checking him. <laughs> That's what they did with Michael Jordan and the Dream Team. They just watched him play. Right, right, right. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, Mr. Jordan. Make your layup. Can you dunk <laughs> it for me? <laughs> <laughs> Can you dunk it for me? Sign the ball for me, please. Can you sign the back of my jersey that you dunked on me on? <laughs> yeah, you know. When you I dunk think... it, can you put your balls in my face? Oh, whoa. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> the thing about it is, like, you, if you really think about it, like, because I talked about this earlier, this is the last year that all the All-Stars that we've seen for the last 10 years will actually have an opportunity to play in the Olympics uh, ever again because four yeah. years from now, they'll all be retired. It's going to be different. They'll all be retired, yeah. It's going to be a whole new list of All-Stars. Well, I mean, Devin Booker won't gonna be going to have retired. to get that senior citizen discount. Right. Like, with LeBron's pushing 40, Kevin, Kevin Durant's pushing 40, Steph Curry's pass me the ball. <laughs> so this is like this is like dream team. What three, four? It's just uh, one person. There's well, there one was a redeem team. There's one. I'm person talking about in terms of like. So you had the there. dream team, right? When you had like Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, who were like at that point they were like aged out mm -hmm. of the league. So we're talking about players that are because the redeem team was like it, it was like LeBron and them. They were all young. Right? It was LeBron and Kobe, right? Yeah, that was the uh, yeah, and Kobe was like the old man on the team, but Kobe was still Kobe. Yeah, at that point, so he wasn't like yeah, he wasn't he was he was coming off that injury for the season, but he wasn't old. Right. Um, but this is like now you're talking about all the all stars will be in the upper ages playing against the world, you know, and they got something they they have a chip on the shoulder because USA team USA lost to Germany this summer, um, for the championship, mm. so. I'm interested to see. I said I said earlier today. I was like, if LeBron plays in this summer's Paris games, I'm definitely copping a jersey because it'll be the last time you can get that type of jersey. Yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? I might get a KD joint too, because that because like you said, KD going, he's going to go off. I already know it. He might average 20 points a game out there. Mm. Move on. Uh, did anybody watch the fight? Canelo versus I saw Charlie. uh highlights. I didn't I didn't get to watch it though. All right. So let's uh, I mean I, I wasn't I wasn't surprised Canelo won. I wasn't surprised either because Charlo had to go up two weight classes to fight him. Yeah. yeah. And you put on that much weight, like he put on like 14 pounds of like he we attempted to put on 14 pounds of muscle, and that's just a different weight class. And you're talking about somebody who fights at 168 on average. Like, mm-hmm. and he dropped him in the seventh. Uh, it was a clean right shot. Like he caught him, and and Charlo thought about it, and then he took a knee. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, my hat goes off to Charlo for even taking the fight in the first place. You know, he's still undisputed in his weight class. Uh, I don't think he gets. His, I don't mm-hmm. think he gets to retain his. He had to vacate his belts when he took that fight. Um, so yeah. Canelo stays undisputed uh, at his weight class, which is. Uh, Middleweight, super middle, super middleweight, and you know, uh, what, yeah. It's like, what's next right. for Canelo? Like, you he can fight Bevel again. I don't think that that's a smart fight to take because Bevel's is a light heavyweight, and that's a different. That's a that's a that's a jumping weight. But that's the only person who's actually beat uh, Canelo outside of um, Mayweather. So, how about Terence Crawford? So, Terence Crawford at super middleweight would be an interesting fight to watch. Um, yeah. And I think Terrence Crawford has, he's he's done something that most fighters only dream to do. He's been undisputed in two different weight classes. Yeah. So, and he's <laughs> arguably one of the most accurate punchers in boxing. And he doesn't really back down from a fight. I think the money mm-hmm. part of it is going to make it interesting if you actually get that fight. I, it would either have to be um, um, Benendez or Crawford. I think the the draw would be Crawford because Crawford has all the belts. Too. Yeah, it would definitely be the draw. Yeah, for sure. But he also has to he has to honor that rematch clause with um, Spence. So before but with Crawford is what forty seven. He's he would have to, that's a, that's a huge jump up because that's welterweight. To, they would have to fight it at um, one fifty four. So Canelo would have to he's come dropped. down because Canelo's yeah, what dropped. 170? He's 168. Oh, 168. But if that fight weighs like 172. Woo. Yeah. They would but, drop it down to what 154? Maybe like they both they probably both would have to go to 160, honestly. Or we'll fight at 160. That's still far away for uh Crawford. Crawford's 154? He's 147. He's fighting at 147? Yeah. Uh. That's a long yeah. way to go. I don't think that. That's what I'm saying. I don't <laughs> think you make that fight because 160 is that's that's yeah. 12 pounds. You you not doing, who's doing? Yeah, that? nah, no one's doing age, that. Like Crawford's that's 33. A lot of weight you got to carry, yeah. man. You gotta you gotta adjust to that. You gotta and you gotta try to maintain your speed too. Like nah, like realistically, I think that he fights um, Benendez or he he tries to fight Bevel again. And honestly, he probably has like not to say that he can't what about, another. Go ahead. What what about Andrade? Uh, Demetrius Andrade. I don't know. I think you I can mean, put anybody Andrade in front seem, of you can put anybody in front don't of Canelo. That big. Yeah, but you can put anybody in front of Canelo at this point. I think the challenge that he's gonna want to take is the Bevel fight because he lost the Bevel at light heavyweight. Mm. 
Yeah. And okay. He wants that. It, it, we'll see. I'm more interested in who Terrence Crawford shoot like with the Terrence Crawford Spence rematch, or mm-hmm. um, if now since he beat up one of the Charlos, does he go and fight the other Charlo brother? Because oh, you know shit. initially he was supposed to fight the other one first, and he pulled out of the fight. Ah, uh, you know, citing mental health stuff, and you know that's that's serious, so we you can't take that lightly. But his brother stepped in and said, "I'll fight him," and he just was outclassed. He was outclassed. He was yeah. out outmatched he was outboxed you know by arguably one of the greatest fighters he's probably especially one of the, the best Mexican fighters that come out in a very long time mm-hmm. for sure so we'll see but agreed go back and watch the fight if you can Trey because I know you don't watch fights anyway <laughs> alright let's move on uh, to John Lane yeah, presents Don, Don King messed me up man what <laughs> oh shit <laughs> what he had you training <laughs> he took money from you what he do to you? <laughs> uh, let's move on to John Lane presents the Sports and Things News. All right, Mr. Turner, I'm John Lane, and this is the Sports and Things News. Yay. On Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023, um, this, is a, this is an insane story here. Um, I first heard this on the junks, and I read a little bit more about it. Uh, the nine-year-old girl who went missing on a camping trip uh, was found hours later. Uh, I don't know whether to blame the parents or what, but there was a nine-year-old girl. She was riding her bike in a campsite uh, during the day. And then right before it got dark, she wanted to ride her bike again. Um, So her parents let her go ride the bike. It wasn't, wasn't really that dark yet. Um, and after 10 minutes, she never came back and they started looking for her and she went missing. Uh, parents started looking for her. They called the police, uh, and they found a ransom note. Uh, and the ransom, I don't know what the ransom ransom note said, but police apparently took the note and got DNA evidence from it. And when they ran the DNA evidence, they knew exactly who it was. <laughs> so they went to his house and they found the girl. She was unharmed, but she was locked in a closet. Yo. Um, Wait, I thought R. Kelly was locked up. <laughs> uh, the kidnapper is Craig Ross. Uh, also known as Robert Kelly. Uh, actually, it says Craig Ross's adult son, Joshua was at Ross's upstate New York home in Porter Corners Monday. This is a story out of TMZ. The same place investigators visited and actually talked on camera about how he feels about the whole case. Shockingly, Joshua completely disavows his father, saying he and his sister want nothing to do with him, couldn't care less if he dropped dead tomorrow. Um, The man uh, alleged to have kidnapped nine-year-old Charlotte Cena doesn't have many defenders in his corner. Uh, including his uh, his kin. And one thing that's clear, the relationship between Ross Jr. and his kids is strained, and they're distancing themselves from him a mile uh, by a mile and a half, especially in light of what's been accused of carrying out. Uh, so, yeah, that's a crazy story. Very, very glad that they found her, mm. uh, and even more so that she was unharmed. But I, I, I don't know if it's... I, I just recently started 
gaining a lot of anxiety because my wife has severe anxiety. Um, so I've sort of picked it, picked up a bunch of it from her. And the one thing that gives me supreme anxiety is when I'm like out with my kids in a public place. Uh, I'm one of those parents that I am all about tying my kid up and <laughs> to some sort of rope and tethering it to my waist so they don't get lost. Uh, that is like one of my biggest fears is, you know, my kids getting taken, abducted or anything like that. Um, I would turn into Russell Wilson, the serial killer, if that ever happened. Um, but, you know, Broncos country. Just, let's ride. That's 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 just me being a paranoid parent. You, you know what, uh, what's funny about that, though? Like on the on the on the flip side of it, I am not as worried about like killing. Like if we go into a store, I'm not really worried about him going off by himself. He's he's nine though, so and he has a phone and he has a watch, an Apple Watch. So it's like I'm not really concerned. And he's a pretty big kid, so at nine, so I'm mm-hmm. not like I I got to the point where I was like I used, I used to be the same way. I'm like yo, I can't. I, there's no way in the world I'm just gonna leave him somewhere. And I'm like, and I remember the first yeah. time he asked me to go to the bathroom. I was like, go to the bathroom. <laughs> I was like we was in the time. I was like, go ahead, just just call yeah. him the bathroom. And I directed you where I'm at. And now it's like, I don't really no, worry about somebody. With a little different. Well, and with Elijah, it's real different because she's 20, so it didn't make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> you can go out in the world, girl. Like it's cool. <laughs> but you know. I mean, I'm I'm already I've I've tried to teach, try to teach my kid about like what to do in situations like that. I'm like, use your teeth. Or like find the pressure points. He knows all the pressure points now because we wrestle sometimes and I I take him down with one finger, <laughs> like finger on the neck, or a finger like on the inside of his knee or something like that. I'm like, know where all the pressure points are. Use your teeth, <laughs> like anything like that. And he has a very very uh, like his voice carries a lot. And I was like, use your voice, just scream. So anyway, just trying to prep my kid. No, I get it. Um, this is a I don't know why this came up on Twitter. But um, I think at the end of this thing that I'm about to read, we'll sort of wrap this up. Uh, This is a very bizarre story. Uh, It's about a guy named Andre Lee Thomas. Uh, He was born March 17th, 1983. He is an American convicted murderer and death row inmate. Murderer! He is known for removing both of his eyeballs in separate incidents and, and ingesting one of them. Oh, come on, man. In 2004, Thomas killed his estranged estranged wife, Laura Boren, his four-year-old son, and her one-year-old daughter in Sherman, Texas, by cutting open the chest of all three victims, and uh, he removed the the two children's hearts. This guy is pretty sick. Uh, His mental health problems began with auditory hallucinations around age 10, uh, he was in ninth grade when Bourne became pregnant with his child. They married when Thomas was 18, but they separated soon thereafter. In the weeks leading up to the murders, Thomas had suicidal thoughts. He drank heavily, used cold medication as a recreational drug. In jail a few Caesar. days after his arrest, Thomas pulled one of his eyes out of his socket. Um, a jury rejected his insanity defense and sentenced him to death on the capital murder conviction. And in 2008, he removed his other eye and he ate it. Jeez, man. <laughs> um, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia after his arrest. 
and his case has raised ethical questions about executing the mentally ill. His trial verdict was upheld by state criminal appeals court in 2008 and by a federal appeals court in 2021. While he's still under a death sentence, Thomas is housed in a Texas prison facility for inmates with psychiatric problems. Thomas was scheduled to be executed this past April, uh, and on March 7th of this year, a judge delayed the execution date. This is a, a story from named nameless on twitter underscore named nameless and morbid knowledge i'm john lane that's supposed to be yes thanks john i'm surprised you didn't report on the um the recent um discovery or about the tupac's murderer oh you know what i did have that up there and i forgot to read it yeah let me read let me read about about that because that's a that's an interesting thing. So this guy Keith D, he apparently had um, well he had he had immunity when he gave an interview a long time ago about the murders, or about the murder. But then he went on and talked again. He did like two or three more interviews and I talked think he had again. A book, some books or at least one. He book. wrote yeah he wrote a book he wrote a book about it. Um. But apparently the story, according to Keith D, is that there was, on the night of the murder, there was an argument between Keith D's cousin named Orlando, I think it was his cousin or his brother, it might be his cousin, uh, Orlando Anderson and Tupac in a casino lobby, and Tupac basically beat his ass in the hotel lobby. Um, and then Orlando went home and he told, you know, his friends and family about it. Keith D, who I believe is a leader of one of the Crips gangs. Uh, he's a known leader of one of the Crips gangs. Yeah. Uh, they had, they, they plotted a plan and, um, they went out and sought the plan. And, uh, uh, apparently Keith D is the one who masterminded the entire plan, but they're saying that Orlando is possibly the one who pulled the trigger. But hmm. did you hear what Suge Knight said when they asked him, was he going to testify? Of course he said no, but then he said he doesn't. Suge Knight said Orlando didn't do the shooting. Hmm. Suge Knight made some interesting comments that kind of was just like, okay. Well, they can't question Orlando because he's dead. Well, Suge Knight and Keith D are the only two They're alive the only that two were left. part of it. Yeah. yeah. They're the and only Suge two Knight left. said he's not testifying, and then he was saying all this stuff about... I, I don't know. I'm like, pretty sure Keith D is is protecting the innocence of his family. He's not. He's not giving that shit up. He's taking it to his grave. And uh, yeah, Suge is is definitely taking an interesting position on this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of street code involved. I mean, these guys, yeah, are are lifetime. Yeah, you can't you snitch, know, man. Bloods and Crips. Yeah, they they don't play that. Getting involved with the feds. <laughs> Yeah, so he uh, Keith D definitely had a role in the case. Um, he's not saying that he pulled the trigger, but he did say that he plotted it or plan or you know put the plan together. So, Brilliant. all right. Well, thanks, John, for that. I'm John Lane, and that's Sports Things <laughs> News again. Thanks. <laughs> um, uh, just to update before we get to the artist of the week, did you guys see that uh, Michael Jordan is the first athlete on the uh, U.S. Forbes 400 list? At three billion? No, I did not. 
Yeah. Is that this after he sold the sold the Charlotte Hornets? He sold his majority stake in the Hornets. And he also got $260 million from Nike last year or this year. I feel like he should be getting more. Well, it's annual. So this is annual from I mean, Nike. he is Nike. Oh, that's <clears throat> annual. Yeah, but I don't know from Nike outside of what he gets from the Jordan brand. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm sure he gets something mm. from the like Jordan. Like Nike probably just pays him and then the Jordan brand is his. So I don't know how that works. I, I would actually be interested in knowing how that works. I, yeah, I don't know what level of ownership he has or whether it's yeah, I don't know how that works. Um also I did not know today that Derrick Rose is also now a member of the Memphis Grizzlies. You didn't know that? Nah, I, I haven't been keeping up with basketball. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's with Memphis now. All right, that's cool. All right, let's move on uh, to Artist of the Week. And let's start with Trey. Um, my Artist of the Week. Oh, there you go. My Artist of the Week is the Yellow Jackets. Um, I was listening to their first album, 1981 album, self-titled Yellow Jackets. Um, they're a favorite of all of us on this uh, podcast because uh, the R&B guy isn't here. So all of us, uh, one of our favorite groups, um, this album's about as old as we are, except for John. Um, <laughs> I was six when this came out. Yeah, I, I was... Uh, trying to be one it wasn't even <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah the cornerstones of that group for years were russell ferrante and jimmy haslip and i guess now jimmy has moved on yellow jackets really aren't the yellow jackets anymore but uh yeah there you have it the yellow jackets yellow jackets all right um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, it says here. I'm just going back to the Michael Jordan and the Nike versus Jordan brand. Michael Jordan makes five percent out of every Jordan brand item sold. Nike generates a total of fifteen million Jordan brand sales every single day. Whoo! Jesus Christ! Yeah. So Mike don't own that, but he's got a nice little. Uh, you know, cut that he gets. Yo, he's getting, he's only getting 5%. Yeah, but he's getting 5% for doing absolutely. N- yeah, nothing. He doesn't have to play. He play. He ain't playing 20 years. Right now, <laughs> right now, he doesn't have to do anything, like literally nothing. Jesus, man. It says, to date, Michael Jordan has made approximately $1.3 billion from Nike. Yep. Wow. Republicans wear sneakers if it, too. If it if it wasn't for Nike, he wouldn't have been buying no basketball team. That's true. Yeah, and you know what's so funny too. If you look at that or, or selling and how that one. panned out right. for or him, yeah, one. he 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 wouldn't have made that money. That came from Nike. That didn't come from his Bulls contract. <laughs> no, he he only made ninety million playing with the Bulls. Yeah, uh, and it's also if you go to Beaverton where the Nike headquarters is, he only made ninety million. <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> I mean, I mean based on, relative to what he made with Nike yeah. <laughs> or relative to what these players are making now, you know, yeah. for like four year deals, they're making like almost $300 million and he made 90 over like 20 years. Crazy. But if you go to Beaverton uh, or Oregon and you go to the Nike headquarters, only Michael Jordan, Serena Williams and LeBron James have their own facilities at the headquarters. Hmm. 
I would have thought Tiger Woods would have had one too, but that's not. He gave it to his ex-wife. Hello, this is Tiger. Yo, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, you're out of the week. <laughs> Uh okay, so my artist of the week is Slum Village, but what? I want to play this. What? No, go ahead. Which Slum Village? Huh? Which oh, one? The, the the original one. Oh, I was about to say. Not you know, yeah, John. You know, Dennis does this. It has to be the Wednesday. <laughs> it was the Wednesday before Thanksgiving in 1983. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No, of course it's the original. No, you, you got a list of roadies for the John, tour. No, wait, talking about John know, knows why I say which version of Slum Village. Yeah, I know, I know, because you despise one of them. Because fuck them niggas. T three months. I want to play this. I want to play this clip of um, this is Amp Fiddler. Uh, we have to give praise to Amp Fiddler because if it wasn't for Amp Fiddler, there would be no Jay Dilla. Um, Amp is the one who introduced Dilla to Q Tip. He was the one that showed Dilla how to use an NPC. Um, so Amp Fiddler gets a lot of credit. This is a video that came out earlier this year of Amp Fiddler explaining how Dilla made the intro to Fantastic Volume 2. This shit, this opener, this opener is crazy because he sampled, he took this note right here. Turn it up, Sean Steve. He took this note right here, right? And he and he made that rose note for note into this. Each note is playing a different part, right? That's what he did there. Then he went here. And he did the same thing. They did a third one, the harmony. And then, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Man, that's crazy. Crazy, right? <laughs> I was I was teaching a class today and I was talking about to, to these young students about producers and I mentioned Jay Dillon. I was like, yo, it's a dude that you guys have never heard of, but I'm sure you've probably heard something that he's done and he's influenced mm -hmm. everything that you've heard since then. <laughs> and they were like, who? Yeah. Like, Jay Dillon. They were like, Jay Phillip. It's like, oh, man, Lord. you gotta check him out, man. It's, it's genius, man. Yeah. Then also that being said, if you haven't read the book Dell Time, please read that book. It is fantastic. Fantastic. Um or you can just listen to the audiobook. And also <laughs> uh the Quest Love Supreme episode of Slum Village is pretty good too. Uh, unfortunately, Dennis, you got to hear your man talk. Okay. I do not but, have to listen to that. <laughs> T three has some. He 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 uh, talks about some uh, secrets uh, during recording sessions uh, with Dilla on there that are pretty pretty dope. You know, I might listen to it just for that. It might be worth sitting yeah. through the painstaking part just to hear T three talk about that. 
<laughs> yeah, there's some pretty pretty cool shit that he talks about. All right. Um, my artist of the week is going to be uh 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 I don't know if this is like one artist. Um it's Sly Fifth Lord. Avenue. Um hmm? Sly Fifth that Avenue. Was... Oh, you didn't put that in no, you didn't put that in there. You put I this did. in there. Wait, I didn't? No. Hold up. I meant to put Malcolm Jamal Warner in there. That's all. Yeah, Yo, you put the up, music soul child and Jay. Oh no, I put that in second. It's, it, I put I put the other one in first. Go up to the top. Yeah, go to the top. Ew, yeah. my bad. That's also dope too. But I, 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 I say that for Theo next Huxtable. So this is a uh, this record is called The Invisible Man. Um, hold up. The Invisible Man. The uh, orchestral tribute to Dr. Dre. And the whole uh, record yes. I'll be crazy. checking that out Came out in 2017 I will be checking that out for sure It, it features some of like the, the, the cats Like Mark DeClavo Corey Henry uh, Zach Brock yes. Paul Wilson Sput C. Wright is on mm. The Sput is on one of the songs So They got a couple jam sessions Hold up, on I, gotta, too. I gotta hear this I gotta hear this Which one is that? Still Dre? Yeah, 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 yeah. They got some really cool intros on it. It's only songs, too. All right, intro's too long. <laughs> What's this song, Trey? Intro so long because it, it's the orchestra, so they gotta like. But when the drums come in, them drums be smacking. All right, well, Trey's definitely not gonna get this. Oh, next episode, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's only gonna play the preview, to so it's about to. All right, that's another one. Yeah, but go check it out. It's it's a dope record. It's like seventeen. No, it's like twenty three cuts on it. Um, yeah. The, the one, the ones that I dug the most was uh, uh, the one I sent you, uh, the No Diggity. That one was crazy because mm-hmm. I forgot that he did that thing for Black Street. Uh, California Love was cool. Um, I can't. I, I, I some of the jams were cool too. Like the jam with Paul Wilson was was pretty the jam part, part two, two. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, because in the way that they kind of laid back into it, it was, it was really nice. The, the, uh, the thing I liked about it the most was like you have like these orchestral pieces that start and then when they actually get into the song the drums whoever played drums on this record they they got the drums down to a T like like the the mm. it's crazy how accurate they do whoever the person or the woman whoever I don't know who played drums on it right? but whoever played drums on it they got it down and it's pretty dope so that's my pick uh, get a chance check it out let's do others of the week uh, books TVs shows documentaries Movies, yada yada. John, you can go first. Uh, I just got back into reading um, the art of the cigar. It's a book I got earlier this year, uh, and it's just about the how cigars came to be and why they were so popular, uh, like during the Cold War, 
why Cuban cigars are in such high demand, why they were and why they still are. Um, and some of the people who smoke them, like Sylvester Stallone and R. Schwarzenegger, uh, Steve Harvey, Cam Newton, a lot of uh, uh, older people like, well, Bill Cosby used to. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I definitely love smoking cigars. I don't smoke them very much, but um, I hey, last yeah. smoked a cigar with a tall black guy in Connecticut. And uh, it's just a, it's just a, something that I enjoy once or twice a year with a nice little glass of scotch. Uh, so yeah, I'm enjoying that book right now. Uh, I'm trying to finish it up, but it's taken me a while, but it's the art of the cigar. Okay. Uh, Trey. Um, my other, the week, uh, I, I, I've only watched like one and a half episodes, but there's a, um, uh, sci-fi show on Netflix called um, Another Life I started watching where I, I don't even I'm still getting into it but they're they're in outer space trying to get to an alien planet to uh, prevent them from like wiping out the human race or something so um, uh, we'll see hmm. I don't know I, I, I have no recommendation or, or whatever at this point because it's still I still just I'm just checking it out why you recommend that show? So we'll see. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't recommend it. I just brought it it's up. It's your pick of the week, bro. <laughs> man, what else am I come up with, man? Uh, I ain't got nothing else. All right, fine. Um, actually, the NFL. My, shoot, I don't know. My, right. My pick of the week is actually a surprise to me because I thought it was going to be whack uh, on Peacock. Well, actually, I'll do two folks because I watched The Continental, which is like a spinoff of the John Wick uh, franchise. was disappointed mm. in what I saw. Um, mainly because, really? yeah, because it's based around Wilson, uh, Winston getting the Continental, but everything about it is referencing John Wick, the character. Like, so it's basically to me, it's saying uh-uh. Winston, like the car that the car that John Wick drives, like that gets destroyed in one and they, they restore it. That car was mm-hmm. actually Winston's car because Winston is driving oh, in the series. Oh, 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 also, okay. a lot of the little catchphrases that John Wick says, Winston's saying in the show, which means they're trying to imply that John Wick got this from Winston. Mm. So I'm like, uh, that's a little bit of a stretch. Like, uh, they're making Winston like trying to be like the the, the guy. And, but the, the story is about him getting how he got the Continental, like or how he took over the Continental. So I, I'm like three episodes in on that, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> I'd rather go see the ballerina when it comes out. Um, but my surprise pick is actually another show that's on Peacock called uh, Twisted Metal. If you anybody had a PlayStation 1 or... That was think, a video game. It was a video yeah, game was. on PlayStation and PlayStation uh-huh. 2 about demolition and destroying cars. They made a TV show out of it that stars Anthony Mackie as what they call a milkman, which is like a delivery guy who delivers goods around the world, around the country after the world is like destroyed or you know us is destroyed and it's like blocked off and there's a bunch of murderers running around it's almost like um mad maxis a little bit has that vibe on it and it's actually pretty funny and it's a it's a really good show it's it's a bit over the top with the with the um with the violence and how they do stuff mm. but it's it's supposed to be because the game was so I would say if you get if you if you don't have anything else to watch and you don't trust Trey with his picks well, uh, uh, <laughs> twisted metal. <laughs> no, don't trust me. I'm not the. I'm not your guy for TV. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, anybody want to take Jay's pick? No? Nah. His eyelids, apparently. Yeah. Jay's up. He's probably dancing for his wife. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. These nuts. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, thank you guys. This is this has been our show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we want to give a shout out to our supporters and um, our sponsors in Belly Up Sports Network, uh, Unhinged Sports Network, and Eden Radio. Uh, I don't have any PSAs this, this today that I don't say on a normal basis, which is, you know, get your booster shots if you if you're able to. I don't Stop know getting COVID. Yeah. Are they available yet? Yeah. Well, there. I think. I think they're available because I remember seeing something about kids who are, are what is it, six months and older? No, not six months and older. Two years and older can get the shot. Okay. Yeah. If also, you can get it, get um, it. I need to get it myself. Is, the government is giving out tests so you can yeah. go online and order. I keep some two tests on tests, me at all times. Some tests. Some tests. Yeah, I have. I have more I got, than I that. got tests. Yeah, I got tests all around the place. Keep some mm-hmm. tests. Well, tell you, I want to buy one. Well, I'm gonna tell you why. Because <laughs> if you go in the store and buy one, good lord, they expensive. Yeah, yeah, they, they, expensive. they, they mark them things up like crazy. But stay safe. Uh, take your vitamins, multivitamins. They they are you know they are beneficial. But you got to take them for more than thirty days. You can't take them for like two days and be like I'm I'm good. You got to take them for at least a month. Um, and you know just give your people the flowers while they're still here. Tell your people you love them. Uh, I don't have any other. PSAs that are outstanding right now. Oh, you know what? I do. Um, <laughs> because I just told I told the guys a story before we got on tonight. If your friends are your friends, they will be your friends to the end. <laughs> like Chucky. <laughs> so mind who you who you keep letting your space. Like mind who you letting your space because everybody ain't here for you to succeed in life. So you gotta be very mindful of who you keep and who you let in. So that's my PSA for today. Mind your space. Be protective of that space and keep your friends as your friends. Um, on that note, see you guys next week. Peace. But I can't help falling in love with you. Excuse me. At least he said excuse me. The, the real one. So you know what that's from? That's from Eddie Murphy. Uh, I don't know nothing, man. <laughs> what, Eddie, what show do you do it on? Uh, 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 yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose team is losing. So here we go. Deke Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, mo. Yeah, we talking sports and things. From rookies who bored the vets about to get more rings, plus more things. Like a jam session or something. Yep. Then we beefing because our favorite team, John like slumming. John like pumping. Over podcasting, steady every O. You want more than that whole hum, so here we go. Yeah, we go from bars to beats to podcast or astro turf with balls and cleats like that, y'all. Talking sports and things. Talking sports and things. Priest the nomad. Talking sports and things. We're talking sports and things. Dean Turner, John Lane. Talking sports and things. Baby, we're talking sports and things. Trey Illy, Jay Hill, talking sports and things, talking sports and things, DC, baby.
This has been Sports and Things. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow us at Sports and Things, S-P-O-R-T-Z underscore and underscore T-H-I-N-G-Z on IG. And if you follow us on Twitter, you can be sure to look us up at IsSports, I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z and wherever else you are listening to this podcast. Thanks for listening.